Welcome to Five Shot Weekly. What league will be the first to open in the States? And this week in the Soccer Trivia Showdown, it's the second edition of Me vs. Tanner. Coming up. Welcome to the show, Five Shot Fam. I'm AJ and this is Tanner and Mark. And wherever it is you get your pods, subscribe, share, and leave us a good rating. This segment is sponsored by Thinking Man Tavern, a cozy Decatur neighborhood pub. Grab a tasty beverage from a wide variety of selections and a plate of something delicious from the menu. To go, check out Thinking Man Tavern. Follow our Twitch for new streams and surprises on Tuesdays and Thursdays starting at 9 p.m. on twitch.tv slash TV. So let's get into the news and first bit of news is that MLS has a working proposal for a return to play tournament in Orlando and that includes seeded groups and potential regular season stakes. The four seeded uh, groups uh, will include teams at the spearheads including Atlanta United as the US Open Cup winners, LAFC as the Supporter Shield winners, Seattle Sounders as the MLS Cup winners, and because they're in the area, Orlando City as one of the seeded uh, teams as well in those groups. Uh, there would be five games that count toward the regular season, potential expanded playoff field uh, implications, but a new uh, report came in today on uh, Wednesday when we were filming this that said that the uh, the process of altering that has, a, uh, has been proposed as well, uh, that the return to play tournament is going to be possibly three games instead of five games. That's reporting from The Athletic and originally reports uh, from uh, ESPN. But, uh, I mean, all in all, it would be about two months that the uh, players would be uh, just stationed in Orlando. What do you guys think of this proposal and the plausibility of it? I know MLSPA and a lot of the players they probably and mainly had an issue with the pretty much 10 weeks that they were going to be in Orlando. Uh, Tanner, what do you think? I mean, it's only two weeks longer than that anyway, and it still sounds kind of silly. I'm confused. Is this supposed to replace the regular season, or is this just to get them playing again, and then we're going to play the regular season? Or... Yeah, it's playing again, and then we will resume the regular season if and when that can happen. And so, so it's, uh, yeah, it's a little bit so confusing. Then... What's really the, even the purpose of this? Why not just keep training and then just wait for the regular season? Why force people to go away for a meaningless tournament to play three games in Orlando over two months that no one on the playing side seems to want to do in the first place? Right. It seems like they want to, you know, kind of adhere to the, uh, I think, the broadcast rights that uh, they will be losing if they're not playing all the games, which I think at this point we can all assume that not every single game will be played. And so uh, at least they will be making ESPN some money, uh, which was one of their broadcasters. I don't think Fod, uh, Fox uh, Sports or anything like that has any play in all this, obviously. But uh, I think you know Disney does own Fox now, so it doesn't really matter at the end of the day who broadcasts it. Uh, it's just a matter of, yeah, they want to at least probably make some money for their, their business partners, it seems like. huh? What do you, what do you think, Mark? Yeah, it's it's just complicated. I mean, like, and then it seems like some of the games would count towards the regular season, and then like the tournament aspect doesn't. And then, but they're still hoping to get. Uh, I think they said about eighteen regular season games on the back end of this. I, I I don't know, man. Yeah, it just seems like 
it, it just seems a little messy. Again, I know they've uh, one of the things they worked on too is cutting down on the time uh, that they'd have to be in Orlando because like that was one of the main backlashes from the players. Um, but even with like reduced time, I just it it feels kind of pointless and. I don't know. It's 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 difficult, obviously, because like of the situation to even like to really like think about sports. I guess like there are some people who have to uh, in terms of the league and the team. So, but uh, that's kind of what I'm saying, Mark. Is like yeah. it's what I'm saying. Is like if you're still worried about all that other stuff, this seems like a wholly unnecessary risk to try to sequester yeah. like two thousand people in Orlando for eight weeks to play three, four, five meaningless games that may affect the season. They may not. Like, then just don't play them. What's the point of it? You seem to be risking a lot of people's health for a nothing. And I get the whole TV thing, but, like, surely the players don't go for this. And sorry for cutting you off, Mark, but, like, I think no, no, on no, the same page with that. Yeah, that's, like, that's pretty much where I'm going with it. It's just hard for me to, like, really commentate on this. And, like, I just don't, I, I don't like this idea. I don't like this particular idea. Like, other sports leagues, you know, like, in other situations, and we'll get to NWSL in a little bit, but, like, you know, like, teams that, leagues that have a plan, uh, that something that makes sense, something that all the players agree to, fine, but MLS doesn't seem like it's there. Yeah, and we all, sure, want MLS to return, but we want it to do so when it's safe and it's plausible for all involved. And when you tear away a family from the, uh, you know, their, you know, uh, their father or whatever, or their husband, and uh, you, you know, force them to deal with this kind of isolated in a whole different type of situation when it's already hard enough and obviously yeah it, it leads to a lot of strain everywhere and so it, it seems but again it's not bit, just the players yeah. though you know what i mean it's, yeah. it's the players it's the Coaches sports staff it's the club media teams it's all everybody. these people mm -hmm. that goes with the whole you're just basically taking all the clubs and you're going to take them to orlando and say you have to stay here for two months why to play for a trophy that doesn't mean anything that no one will care about ever for what reason like Nah, fun this whole thing, man. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, it, with, if and when it will happen, we will see. But, uh, this is one of the many proposals and also many leaks that have happened, uh, recently that, uh, the commissioner, uh, is definitely trying to crack down on and basically if uh don garber the commissioner of mls has pretty much said that if there are any more leaks they will be pretty much finding the origin of it and dealing with whomever does leak that uh the, the info and that's pretty insane that's like uh wow i mean that's um that's a, a little bit scary stuff from uh, the commissioner. I don't like Don Garber. Don Garber <laughs> needs to go. Like, I get that he's gotten the league expanded, but like, I just don't think he's the. He's not a soccer guy. He's not. He's a football. He's an American football guy, or not American. He's from some other sport. He's not a soccer guy, and like, he needs to figure some shit out because the league's getting confusing at this point. <laughs> Yeah, well, I will definitely uh, say that that's Tanner's opinion and uh, not representative of this podcast. And so if the league is watching, uh, that's just one person's opinion on this podcast in case they try to come I mean, at this point, I, I mean, at this point, it's just like, I'll, I'll stand by that. Like, I think that he's done a good job, but it also doesn't yeah. feel like there's a plan. Like, it just keeps expanding. And it seems like whoever offers the biggest amount of money is just can skip, skip the line like Charlotte. And they just skip the line. But and it's, it, you just want to make sure that whenever they're expanding, they're doing it right and the clubs are going to be in the best place to succeed. And you're putting it in places where soccer can succeed and you can have full stadiums. 
and it just feels like expansion's great and Atlanta's good and we're lucky because we hit big with with our expansion team but there's a lot of clubs in the league that are already in the league that you need to look at and be like these clubs are not healthy and you need those clubs to be healthy for the rest of the league to be good as well and it's just like at what point in time do you need to just stop and say okay where are we what can we do to make this product better as opposed to just going let's go get the next expansion fee let's go get the next expansion fee and let's get to a bajillion teams what's the plan and it feels like at this point i haven't seen anything close resembling a plan so that's why i'd like there to be a little bit more clearer leadership in terms of what the actual future of the league is beyond expansion because right now all i see is just money getting and that is my opinion but i just feel like i made it at least ex expand upon it and put it out there yeah no absolutely thanks for doing that and yes agree that there needs to be more transparency definitely from yeah. uh, the league on a whole but uh on to lighter news and joseph martinez had his birthday week last week and on his ig post uh recently he thanked everyone in a really really heartfelt message and so i'm gonna go ahead and read it for you guys uh the messages of affection received during these days fill me with eternal joy and deep sincerity i want to say to all who wrote to me that i will always carry them in my heart heart emoji I have many reasons to continue fighting with love for what I do, soccer emoji, fire emoji, and uh, kind of, uh, what do you call it, uh, pumping the, uh, showing the guns emoji, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, Jose Martinez, I mean, you know, everybody, of course, loves him, but, uh, you know, him showing that amount of, like, I think, gratitude, and, you know, him having good vibes during this time, I think, also very vitally important. But, um, yeah, just really good to see. And, uh, yeah, he's still in Pittsburgh, I believe. And I think he just came back, I think, this week uh, after some of that rehab and whatnot. But uh, moving on from that, uh, Miles Robinson was in his crib, and he's repping at the legends, the hip-hop and rap legends that have, unfortunately... Uh, gone way too early in Notorious B.I.G. and Tupac on his walls. I just thought it was uh, a really dope, like, almost fathead-esque type of thing. And, um, yeah, I mean, God, like, I want those things. I, I want those things in my in my house. I mean, I looked them up, uh, <laughs> full transparency, and they were like $35. I'm immediately going to try to order them. Dude, what about you guys? <laughs> I mean, I'm not, to be honest, like, I'm not a big hip-hop kind of guy. So as much as, like, I know and respect the two of those guys and what they've done for music um, and culturally, but, like, that's dope. I mean, I think they're dope. I just probably wouldn't have them up in mind, but they're dope as hell, that's for sure. I feel yeah, like a no, poser if I put them up in mind, basically, because, like, I don't listen to their music, so, like... <laughs> yeah. No, and to be fair, yeah, you're, you're a little younger than... Uh... Age does not have an effect on music I, if you true, like music. But I I've listened to them, but it's not what I like <laughs> listen to. It's like I will yeah. not actively go and listen to it. Yeah. No, no I, I grew, grew up with it, it and I yeah, yeah it's definitely, definitely ingrained in my kind of music palette. And so definitely it's something that like, oh my god. <laughs> the fact that he I think he's younger than you as well. We're about the same age. Um not to out your age, but uh that yeah. I'm wow, twenty seven. <laughs> 27 i'm not old <laughs> but uh mark how are you feeling about the yeah tupac and, and biggie um what do you call it you know uh, reminiscence no i mean uh i was just thinking like because at that point like when they were big like i was in trinidad 
Um, and I just remember hearing them on the radio, you know, and like Biggie in particular, I feel like this is distinctly the first rapper I remember hearing, listening to. So like some real early memories. So um, yeah, I mean, it's great that somebody that Miles Robinson's age like appreciates them, you know? So yeah. and it speaks yeah, to I think it comes from like a really, music. yeah, he comes from a really musical family as well. I think his dad's like right. a actual working musician. Right. So, yeah, I mean, people can surprise you. It's just, uh, it's insane. But uh, moving on from that, former Captain Michael Parkhurst, he has Ooh. attempted to cut his own hair during the quarantine. And, uh, I mean, it looked like he was doing a decent job. I, I don't know if he had a mirror in front of him or not, or he was just kind of freewheeling it uh, outdoors. But uh, that's that's one way to do it. And we'll talk more about uh, players' haircuts uh, in a few uh, around the world, but uh, I know definitely like my hair is definitely been cut by my girlfriend So it's not you know professionally cut. It's people are doing what they can at this moment And uh, the, you know the quarantine haircut of choice seems to be just buzzing it for many people I know uh, not of the choice for people on this podcast right now <laughs> as Mark is growing out his fro and Tanner I'm not really sure, but it's just growing. I've got, and, uh... I've just got long hair. Yeah, it's just growing long yeah, and it really, honestly, it doesn't look too bad, in spite of some of the other people that will. will uh, I haven't see. even done my hair today. I can actually put effort and make my hair look better than what it does right now. So yes, yeah, it is possible. That's pretty good. That's, That's pretty good for not uh no effort whatsoever. But I've had a haircut since February. Oh, oh yeah, insane, bro. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, I usually go like a month or two. I don't get haircuts all the time because my hair is so yeah. long. And yeah. it's just like I didn't anticipate in February that I wouldn't get a, like, a haircut in April. For four more months, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but uh, yeah, moving on from that and uh, staying with Michael Parkhurst, he has welcomed a new puppy uh, into his family, Deacon, I believe, or uh, yes, something like that. Uh, what is his puppy's name? And it is freaking adorable. Oh my adorable. God. Showing the video right now, and I think obviously maybe uh, kind of inspired a little bit by Spike, ATLUCD pup, you know, and he's adorable. Have, yeah, look at him getting the ball. He's so cute. Oh my god. Ah, <laughs> right, but anyway, uh, staying in the United States, uh, the National Women's Soccer League (NWSL) uh, will return on June 27th with a 25-game tournament near Salt Lake City. Uh, that league announced on Wednesday, and it will be the first U.S. league in a team sport to resume play since the shutdown. Um, and yeah, I mean that's pretty incredible. I mean that, and I think it's also great for the NWSL that uh, you know. People starve for sports. They can maybe uh, you know switch over to the NWSL and really get into it. So, uh, you know, like, what do you guys think about it? No, I mean, I think uh, it also should be noted that it's not just uh, a marketing opportunity for NWSL. You know, I mean, like, there first of all, there are some caveats as to why they're the first. Like, it's a 19 league. Um, I think Utah, in particular, is a pretty good setup for them uh, for them to be able to pull this off. And, you know, they have a protocol, like, I'm a broken record on this, but they have a protocol on testing, which is what any of these leagues need uh, if they want to resume. So, I mean, you know, like, they, they're going to pre they're gonna do their preseason in their home markets and then go to Utah for the actual, you know, tournament or whatever. 
Um, I think it's, from what I've read, I think it's well-planned. Uh, I think they're going about it the right way. Um, and yeah, I think it, you know, it will be a good opportunity for them, you know, to get to showcase it a bit as it'll be one of the few sports on at the time. So, but, uh, but yeah, I, I think that's my, I just, I commend the plan overall. Obviously a lot of planning went into this. Obviously they discussed it with the players. So yeah. Any thoughts, Tanner? I'm pretty much with him on that. No, it's good to see. I mean, it'll it'll be good. Hopefully, exposure for them if they can get on, you know, get them on TV and get them out there because I think that'd be really good for the league because the quality of those players is really really good. Um, you know, there's some there there's a lot of those women that won, you know, the fourth World Cup playing in that league. Most of them, so you know, get out there and watch them support them and all that. So yeah, I'm I'm happy for that. Hopefully, everything goes off without a hitch. Indeed, indeed. Uh, and so. Moving on to world football, Barcelona superstar Lionel Messi. Uh, he has uh, he's been delighted at having key players back and uh, them in group training and whatnot. But he admits that playing with no fans will be quote spooky. Uh, he also said that uh, the La Liga season restarting kind of feels like it's starting from scratch, quote unquote. And, uh, you know, that's even on the heels of Barca only being two points ahead of Real Madrid. Uh, and they pretty much are looking to start June 8th. And so, yeah, very interesting from, uh, you know, La Liga. I think, I think they echo a lot of people's uh, kind of sentiments about uh, the fans not being in the stadium. It's just an empty feeling, a, a soulless feeling. Uh, in spite of, you know, Bundesliga uh, having games already and, you know, kind of in some of the broadcasts baking in uh, kind of cued uh, audience and, uh, you know, atmosphere and whatnot. But uh, is that I'm, from is that being handled by the broadcasters or is that actually yeah. in the stadium? No, it was handled by the broadcasters. So, yeah, the players don't hear any of that. OK, uh, it was like uh, German Sky Sports kind of had their own it's just choice by choice on broadcast if they want to do that so yeah you know it, it is definitely a little little eerie and some of them are queuing it to when like you know somebody does something well and they'll like you know have the the crowd rise a little bit yeah have, like, uh, they've had the whistling and everything yeah. it's, it's like yeah. whoever's been doing it's been doing a good job like they have someone live mixing it or something it's awesome right. <laughs> Yeah, it's not too bad, but uh, it still is. Like then you look in the, the stands, and it's just like, okay, this is a farce, obviously. Although <laughs> but, uh, I think it was uh, Bayer Leverkusen who had cutouts in the stadium. I was like, oh, look, they filled the stands. It it looks nice for the broadcast, I believe. Oh, of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it was uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach as well. I think okay, that had yeah. that too. But uh, but there is the the big derby in uh, Bayern Munich and uh, Borussia Dortmund in Der Klassiker. Uh, and, uh, unfortunately, yeah, you know, uh, if you're a Dortmund fan, you, uh, lost again. Unfortunately, it was 1-0 to Bayern Munich. And, uh, yeah, Dortmund's manager, Lucien Favre, he said it was brutally difficult to, uh, that it will be brutally difficult to catch Bayern Munich after that classicer loss. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much, I think, yeah, Tanner, you tweeted out, it's, uh, you know, good game. I mean, it's pretty much good league it's done probably i yeah. mean it's uh 
you know, once again, Bayern yeah. wins the league. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately so. And I mean, it started off as a really, really competitive season because Bayern got off to a slow start. And you had teams like Borussia Mönchengladbach and um, RB Leipzig that were doing really, really well. I mean, Leipzig was up there for a long, a long part of the league, but they've dropped points in back-to-back -back matches now. Two draw, well, no, well, in two out of the three games, they've had a draw win and a draw because they drew again today. So Leipzig fell away, Gladbach fell away, and then Dortmund were inconsistent at the start as well, and that cost them here at the end when they really needed to to have everything together that they couldn't do it. I personally think it's going to cost Lucien Favre's job. Um, I think there's too much talent there, and to not win the league two seasons in a row, especially last year when you had the when you had the point gap that they had, and then they blew it. And then this year, when you know you have an inconsistent buyer and you get off to a bad start, you never really fully seem to figure out the way you want to play. And obviously, they've been doing well since you know Holland's joined and they have Jaden Sancho. But there's so many good young players there that I think it'd be right of Dortmund to possibly expect some more, maybe more consistent from from the manager side of things. So, because yeah, at some point it's just like I just I don't want Bayern to win. That's well, not Serie A comes back. It's anyone but Juve. No, and that's the thing. It's like people, you know, yes, obviously Bayern has always dominated, but not like this. Like if you go back to the 90s, right, it's like Bayern win two in a row, three in a row, and then you get like a, a random championship from Wolfsburg or like Dortmund is usually the second best team or others. But Bayern have won the last, this will be eight in a row. Like the inequality in football is definitely growing. Like you see it in Serie A, you're seeing it in Bundesliga, despite the fact that Bundesliga is like, Pushed up as this like competitive fair league uh, has it really not the last decade you know like so i don't know man yeah i i was uh, i was hoping for a different result but i really wasn't hopeful for dortmund because like we've seen the same you know script the last five years at least really since Klopp left. yeah and then also dortmund have an even harder road ahead of them really with uh early holland going off early in the match so, I mean, I think it's a bit harsh, maybe, if uh, Favre gets, like, if he gets sacked, that's, yeah, that's a bit tough on him, because, that's I mean, he's got, though. yeah, it is, but it's also in a pandemic win, I mean, it's, you know, the guys uh, weren't even really match fit, you have Jaden Sancho coming on uh, from the bench for, for two straight matches, I mean, that's, yeah, that's really, really tough, so, uh, but anyway, moving on from that, uh, in the Premier League, Four more people uh, from three Premier League clubs have tested positive for coronavirus uh, after a third round of testing. And there were 1,008 tests carried out on Monday and Tuesday. And a fourth round will take place on Thursday and Friday with up to 60 people from each club to be tested. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's... I think not really actually too surprising, actually, but uh, and that's to note that these aren't just players. These are maybe staff and also, uh, you know, just anybody that's around the uh, the club. But um, yeah, May 27th, uh, they said that, uh, yeah, Premier League clubs voted to resume contact training. Um, and then they're going to look to June 19th or 20th to have the preferred dates to uh, recommence the Premier League. What do you guys think? I mean, it's uh, d definitely, that, that was a mouthful of information, but uh, yeah, Mark, what do you think? No, I just look at the date. Uh, so that June 20th would be like about three weeks. Um, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, it uh, seems, again, it seems a little soon. I mean, uh, I just hope that, uh, at least they're doing a lot of tests, so that's good, so. Um, I guess, yeah, you know, they, they definitely the Premier League has to figure something out to finish the season. Um, 
and then yeah, a lot of money at stake, a lot of uh, yeah broadcast deals, and they've been discussing rebates. Results are at stake as well, you know, like who's going to finish in the top four and all that jazz. So, um, I mean, you'll have some clarity by then, though, because I mentioned on the stream last night, like City are having their appeal heard. I think like, the second week of June, so like that should figure out if City's going to get tossed out of the Champions League, which fingers crossed, and if justice is done for cheating and lying about it, they'll get chucked out of the Champions League. And at that point, and if you get the two matches played, really you just need to play two more games, and Liverpool should be league champions. And if you get that, and then you know that City's out of the Champions League, it might be a lot easier, you know, just going to points per game base and just looking at it and be like, all right, cool, we have our results, we have our top four, or top five, City's out, whatever, happy days, bish, bash, bosh. The problem is relegation, and that's the biggest issue there. And I think that's what they're most concerned about. These clubs don't want to go down. And if the Premier League doesn't relegate clubs, which I think these clubs have a fair argument to not get relegated because who knows who can get hot. I mean, look at Leicester a few years back, right? Leicester and Nigel Pearson are bottom, right? They have to make this great escape and they somehow figure it out. And then is it the very next season they become Premier League champions or the, like yeah. two seasons down the line from barely surviving they become Premier League champions? So how could a club, how can you relegate a club if something like this happens. So it's like the Premier League is in a really difficult spot because they have the most money out of everybody riding on this. They're already going to have to send some back. And that's probably why they want the whole season to get played because the more games they play, the less TV money they have to send back. But I mean, I think the other thing with the Premier League though is that you also have the highest paid players and some of those players don't want to play. And Golo Conte is, I think, hesitant to, to play at Chelsea. Sergio Aguero doesn't want to play. Troy Dini doesn't want to play for Watford, who are a team trying to avoid relegation. You have players getting infected at Brighton and Bournemouth, which are you know relegation-threatened sides. So I just, I want it to come back because I want Man United to finish top four and have the team play well because everyone's healthy, which is amazing because no one was healthy when this thing started. But like, at the same time, like you talked about earlier, that is everyone going to be safe? Is it going to be able to test? Is it going to get done? Yeah. I have no idea. It's going to be a conundrum for sure. Uh, but anyway, uh, moving on to Syria. Italy will decide Thursday if and when Syria will return. Uh, and speaking of Syria and really all the other leagues that we talked about, uh, there are a lot of quarantine haircuts that, I mean, yes, this is in jest that we're uh, showing these. And uh, yeah, some of them were really not great. I mean, you have, uh, you know, from the likes of Aubameyang's just grown out kind of uh, hair to uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's uh, kind of Robert Smith cure haircut. Where I, like I, feel it. Like... I dig it. I think he rocks it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very, like it's, very, it's very throwback to the 90s, though. Yeah, definitely. I feel like he's about to, you know, kind of write a kind of emo pop tune. Um, and, <laughs> and I might enjoy it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he can pull that but, look uh, off. You can totally see it. Right, and uh, Sadio Mane with uh, his unfortunate hairline there, and uh, Angola Conte, who knew he actually even had hair. And, he uh, even has hair. He's been voluntarily bald this whole time. That's mind blowing. Yeah. Right, yeah, it's like, you know. Um, it's like when uh, David Beckham, like, you know, buzzed his hair, and everyone oh, was like, yeah. You know, why did you cut your beautiful locks off? And it's just like... <laughs> That's like you know, Michael Jordan you know. retiring, just robbing the world of a gift. Right, exactly. And uh, yeah, you have uh, the likes of Hector Bellerin with the, I think, proper quarantine haircut, like I mentioned before, which is the bus cut. And uh, yeah, I mean, but do you guys have a favorite of these that uh, kind of stuck out to you, good or bad? Yeah, I think me and Mark both have a pretty common favorite. <laughs> 
Listen, now, well, I don't know if this is your standard, but for me, like, now we know why Liverpool is doing so well. They have Jesus Alisson Christ in goal. The amazing. He looks, he looks like, like Jesus. That Dan was the Springer. one. He looks Dan like Jesus. Springer. <laughs> Although, also, Bobby Firmino with the little Afro kind of thing, mustache combo he's got going on. He pulls yeah. that. She pulls that off, but not. Allison Becker, that is one majestic mane right there. <laughs> like with, with the full goatee and everything. I bet Jurgen Klopp fully endorses that. <laughs> he can't. He can't. He's not allowed to cut his hair anymore. Like... Jurgen Klopp's a man of long flow at times as well in his past, so he probably appreciates that. It's true. Yeah, my, my favorite, I think, is Donnie Ceballos' uh, hair, yeah. where he just, you know, kind of just let it curl and just grow, and it's just, it's very similar to Cristiano Ronaldo's, but I think uh, Ronaldo had his wife cut his hair or something like that as well, mm -hmm. I believe, right? Uh, so it's a little bit more clean cut, but Donnie Ceballos just kind of let it, you know, grow wild, do whatever he wanted, and I mean, I haven't been doing that. I, uh, yeah, I've gotten my girlfriend to, you know, fade my hair and you know, I'll give a little sneak peek to the viewers here that, uh, yeah, it, it's not really quite working out, but, uh, <laughs> but we will move on from that very quickly and swiftly. So anyway, uh, that does it for the news and, uh, gets us to, uh, our little kind of, uh, kind of weekly housekeeping that we have. So uh, it's just to follow our Twitch for new streams on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 9 p.m. Tanner is uh, having a ball, raging, uh, yeah, engaging with the, the viewers, and it's been a load of fun. So join I us I hate us that game weekly. so much. <laughs> I hate but, that game so much. I want to win in, in spite of it. <laughs> Tune in yeah. as we might have uh, some other games that we'll play in the future. But uh, either way, yeah, I think it's it's must-watch viewing for me, at least. Uh, so, you know, it's hopefully you guys... It's probably more entertaining for the viewer than it is for me. It is quite <sighs> entertaining, let me tell yeah. you. I'm sure living it is definitely difficult. I mean, no one wants to, to lose uh, to an OC and then have to restart it and whatnot. It's what happened? We never lost. We won. We won two one. <laughs> for the winner. That's We're checking the tape. Roll, roll to the tape back. But, uh... <laughs> but it was the, we, we didn't do the proper admin before we did the stream. No, that's on my part. It was an administrative error, and we had to correct administrative error. Because obviously, that's the only way it would ever happen, right? We uh, we're not so sure about that, but uh, we'll. Uh... <laughs> Just join us on Twitch, and uh, you know you'll uh, you'll see what happens next. But anyway, that does it for the news, and moves us to the second edition of Me versus Tanner in the Soccer Trivia Showdown. Let's Mark, play a game that away. I win at! Yay! <laughs> Ooh, someone's Man. talking a lot of trash for uh, you know. You've Man. only won barely against me, Ooh. and yes, you won against Mark, but you know. That's separate. Can yeah, Tanner Mark, keep well, it Mark going? Mark smoked himself, to be fair. Ooh. Dang. Ooh. You know Dang. what? Hey, Mark, if you want to throw some easy ones my way, that's totally <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, I'm not condoning you cheating oh, yeah. whatsoever. I'm beating him fair and square. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> so, will Tanner keep his win streak going? Will, a will, AJ <laughs> will AJ break it? Will AJ approve of my questions? We'll find out all of that now. So, to break the tie, I think we're all uh, familiar with the rules here, but we'll just kind of go over it quickly. Uh, first, we're going to have the first question to determine who goes first, or the tiebreaker question. 
So, uh, do you guys have pen and paper? And AJ, I need to see you. See, you need to see that beautiful man. Oh, I thought. Oh, hold on. I thought I did. There you go. There we go. Why? You is can he... see... oh, I thought you were hiding. I can't <laughs> believe that. Yeah, the uh, the laptop that I have is nose cam for whatever reason. So. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So, uh, this player was drafted out of the University of Kentucky. Oh, I know who was who played the Kentucky. You said drafted? Yeah, see, that's that, that's the point, AJ. You said drafted, and I was just like, the guy I'm thinking of was not drafted. Uh... Oh, what? but what's the guy's name that... Uh... Does somebody have an answer yet? I don't think so, man. J drafted? Yeah. All right, I, I, I'm going to say... I'm gonna say Peterson. Peterson. Okay. I I don't know. I don't know. I think we had the guy that had the dream tryout. What was his name? Barajas. Yeah. Barajas. Yeah. No, it wasn't. No, it's Barajas. Not. Was it Kevin Barajas? Because that's what yep. I'm thinking. But he he played at Kentucky, but he wasn't drafted at Kentucky. He wasn't drafted, and that's where I'm like, drafted. Yeah. No, it's neither of those, so we're gonna hold on to that. <laughs> okay. All right. So, you have an ultimate question, or do we want to? Uh, like, pick whatever number that's closest. <laughs> uh, or AJ can just go first. I'm fine with that. Yeah, no, I don't care. Oh, wait, does it matter in the... Oh, it's a tiebreaker. It's a tiebreaker. Actually, yeah, we could do that uh, since... Or we'll do this. Since Tanner uh, has been winning, he'll get the tiebreaker. Okay, fair. All right, cool. Okay, so into We're round one. off to a great one. start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is fine. It's all fine. It's in the room on fire. Uh, so, yeah, in the first round, each question is worth a point. Both players will have the opportunity to answer a uh, maximum of three points from this round. So, first question. Brad Guzan made his debut versus this team. His Atlanta United, excuse me, his Atlanta United debut versus this team. And then... Was it? Mm. I know, it's, it's tough. <laughs> okay. I put mine down. I'm done. All right. You guys have an answer? What do you got? I said FC I've Dallas. Got, I've got Sporting KC. Sporting oh, KC. Both of those are incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> it was OCSC. See, uh, I that was my that first was my thought first, was exactly. was was it the Orlando game? Uh, was it the last game at the Dodd? At the, I mean, at Bobby Dodd, or was it the uh, one at home? No, it, no, it was one away. Uh, yeah, the one that Tito scored the banger, right? Yeah. Uh, well, because that game wasn't that game in the game at the last game at Bobby Dodd the same week. Didn't we play them two games in a row? Wasn't like. Or something it, yeah. really silly where we played them really close together and it was just oh, like the what span the hell? of a week. Yeah, yeah. MLS did like doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Gotcha. Yep. That was yeah. my first thought. Damn, I should have gone my guess. Guest. Second guest. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, second question. This player scored his first Atlanta United goal versus Orlando. Oh, wait. I just can do this. All right, I'm good. Okay. All right. Yep. Answers? 
Pity. Marco. It is Pete Martinez. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah it was one no. Yep. AJ, one? didn't you ask that question in one of our ones? No. Mm -mm. Oh. It was close, though. I think it was a close question. I think I might have said uh, PT Martinez scored in this or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. There was some wording that was similar, maybe. I remember. But I also knew that anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. Final question. Who led the team in shots on goal in 2017? Oh. On goal. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Shots on goal. Oh. Yeah. I'm still with us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it too. Alright. <laughs> right, I said Miguel Romero. Tito Fischalba. But I was thinking Tito was who I was waffling between. And AJ has tied it. It was, nice. in fact, Tito oh. Fischalba. I knew that Miggy led the team in shots, but I was like, were they on target? And then I was just like, nah, F it. We'll just go with it. But I was like, <laughs> the only other person that could have been was Tito because Joseph was injured so much. Exactly. And he still he scored, what, 17 goals? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he scored 19. Yeah. Was it 19? Yeah. Damn. In 17 games, that's why. It was 19 goals in 17 games. <laughs> Something ridiculous, yeah. Yeah, he played like half the season and scored 19 goals. It's crazy. So, on to round two. So, okay. So, each uh, each player will have three questions. Uh, they're worth two points. If you go to multiple choice, they're worth one point. If you don't get it right, your opponent has a chance to steal. Uh, so, we're tied at one, I believe. So, that means uh, we agree that Tanner would go first in this scenario. Uh, so, Tanner, who assisted Tito's goal of the year in 2017? Ooh. Greg it was off a throw-in. Final answer? Final answer. That is very precise. Correct. It was, in fact, a throw-in. Famine. Well done. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Well done. All right. AJ, this player scored the final goal at Bobby Dodd. Oh, you got that, homie. Do Ooh, I know. <laughs> yeah, come on now. You should have this without oh. even... You just... I need to make sure. I need to make sure. Hold on. Let me, let me think about it. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be, right? Just if it's that easy. Is it? Is it though? It is. It's as easy oh. as you think it is. Just go oh with gosh. your gut. You know this answer. <laughs> I'm being positive. Oh, okay. I'm telling All you, right. you know this answer. <laughs> All right, we got it. Tito. Tito Fishava. And yes. AJ scores yes. the equalizer like Tito it was, did versus yes. Orlando. So it was what, 94th? Yeah. I had to work that game. I was so mad. I was so mad I missed Ooh. that game. Cause I was like, oh, I was watching it on my phone. I was just like, come on. My mind exploded. My mind exploded. Kaka yeah. scored a banger in that game too. Kaka took our soul with his goal. And it yeah. was just like, yo, right. respect. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was so mad because I missed Kaka doing like a score in a worldie and like Kaka's an incredible player. And I was just like, true. damn. 
But we, uh, I think as a supporter group, we, or a supporter section in the whole stadium, we came back really loud, really like, you know, we got this, don't worry about it team. So yeah, you know, that's why we came back, I think, because uh, we believed. Yeah, I heard the atmosphere as well. I'm so sad I missed that. Yeah. That was the only game I missed at the, at the Bobby Dub. <laughs> that's one to miss, man. Damn. I know. <laughs> yeah. They were all classics, though, I feel like. I know. Yeah, anyway. they really, I know. Yeah, even the one <laughs> I went to, I definitely felt like was a classic. I'm, yeah, for sure. All right. So back to Tanner, tied at three. Who has made the most appearances for Atlanta United? Julian Gressel, final answer. That is correct. He's made three more appearances than Perez and Lorenowitz. All right. Back <laughs> back over to AJ. Why are you laughing before you ask the question? <laughs> Whoa, man. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, Tanner did answer that very quickly. So, okay. but anyway. <laughs> uh, in a 2015 match versus Almiron, this player started and scored a game winner. Oh, and the answer to this, I think. Is it T2P Shalba again? <laughs> yeah, that's my gut. That's what I think. Because you had a question about them playing against each other, I thought. But I don't know if he started and scored. But like, I just know that they played against each other. Hold on, is that your final answer? Yes. Ooh, Tanner has a chance to steal. Oh, really? I don't freaking know, because I swore it was Tito. Uh, who else played in the Argentinian League at the time? Uh, Pity Martinez. That is also incorrect. It yes. was Emil Assad. Assad. Yep. Uh, See, my first thought, again, was Emil Assad, but I was like, eh, did he play? I remember he was hated down there anyway, so I was like, did he play? <laughs> Damn. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a tough-ass question. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. yeah that's, I, I, I knew it, though, in a way. So, yeah. Ah. I was like, 2015 versus Almiron. You know what league he's in. So I was like, yeah. maybe. Uh, no, narrowed it narrowed it down. I mean, it was one. I was, you can was only narrow it down, though. No one knows for sure that. No, right. I know. But I'm saying, like, we like we didn't know, no. But, like, it's not like we, we, we could have gotten that, right? Because it was three people. Because you said Tito, which was my first thought. And I was like, pity or you meal. That was the only other people I could think of. So, ah, I mean, there could have been some others. <laughs> LGP. Well, my gut was, 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 was right. So we'll go with the gut after. The <laughs> Ask the next question. <laughs> all right. Uh, Tanner, we all remember the Kevin Kratz game. Yes. This player also scored a brace in that game. Uh... I'm going to say Joseph Martinez, final answer. AJ, you could tie this up. This player scored a brace in the Kevin Kratz game. Ooh, see. See. I know who that game was against. Well, of course, but <laughs> trying to figure out who else scored and... I think I know, but it's not. I'm just not sure. Come on, you got it, dude. All right. Uh, man, I'm waffling. I'm waffling between a couple I of players. I hate it. That's how it was. With, that's how it was with Pity and Yamil. That's how it was with Pity and Yamil. I was just like, yeah. fuck. They both did it. Which one is it? Oh my god. Um, 
Throw the dart. You got it. I'm just gonna. By I think by deducing how many goals. Uh, God, man. I'm gonna say Tito again. Incorrect. Miguel okay. Amiron lined Miguel up and lined up for a penalty in that match, and then also scored an open play goal. Ugh. Thank. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a tough one. That was tough. That's not worse. Just like there's three possible players that I thought of, and I was just like, we'll just go with the most likely. So, because it, it was later in the season, I want to say. So, yeah, was it? Was. It? Mm -hmm. it was. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, Joseph. All right. And I think he got man of the match in that one too, though, Joseph Martinez. So that's yeah, it's not a bad shout, but yeah. yeah. It, wait, in the Montreal match? In the Montreal? No, for the Kevin Kretz. Oh, okay, which one are we talking? Kevin Kretz free kick goals yeah. were against Montreal. Yeah. Because he scored them both in front of the supporter section, yeah. I was thinking New, New England for some reason. The 7-0. Uh, oh, he did score no. one of those. Because he did score a free kick in that game. Yeah, he did score a free kick, but it wasn't the two. Yep. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Well, I I didn't know about that other free kick. Oh, no, no, no. But that was just one versus the two. So, right. Yeah. Oh, that's, a good, uh, that's a great question. <laughs> yeah. I, I rate that question. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh... AJ, you got, yeah, you got one more question. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mikey Ambrose has one career MLS assist versus who? Holy shit. <laughs> Obscure player, his assist was versus... <laughs> oh, no. Multiple choice, take it, because <laughs> I got nothing. Damn. May as well narrow it down. <laughs> Yeah, multiple choice, man. Okay. A, Montreal. B, Orlando. C, Chicago. D, DC United. I know which D. answer I'm picking if you don't get it. D, DC United. That is incorrect. Tanner with a chance to steal the points. I'm going C, Orlando City for the memes. Wait, is your answer C or Orlando? Because it was... Isn't Orlando City C? I thought I said B for Orlando. Whichever one Orlando is, that one, because it's a meme. <laughs> okay, it is actually against Orlando. Yes. LOL. That's why I went with it, for the memes. <laughs> That is, yes, Mikey Ambrose has one career assist. It is against Orlando in the 4-0 win. Irony abounds, especially considering he played for them for a year, which is why it's more of a meme. Yeah. All right, so that Shot makes it... dark, Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes it 6-3 uh, to Tanner, I believe? Mm. Is it? Oh, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, I got uh -huh. the two, right? Yeah. How about that? Yeah, because yeah. AJ... AJ got one two-pointer, you got one two-pointer, and then you got the one-pointer, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so on to the final round. Uh, the first question is worth two points. The second question is worth three points, and the third question is worth five points. The Each competitor will choose a category at random, uh, and there's a maximum of 11 points from this uh, round. And so, Tanner, what is your pick? I'll pick four the number of times I've won this game. <laughs> AJ, what is your pick? Well, then I must pick one for the one time that I will be winning this game, uh, at least so far. 
AJ, you must love statistics. Uh, <laughs> Bruh, how come every time whoever I'm playing gets statistics? Because Mark got statistics swear down every time, it felt like. I think, three out of nah, it wasn't every time, it, but I think, I think it's it because... Twice? I think it's because it rotates, and there's only four categories, so I'm sure it, you know, yeah. it has to be that. Tanner, you got Latin America. That's the one time I lost this game I got there. <laughs> All right, AJ. How many Open Cup goals does Joseph have? Mm. Damn, son. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit mean, this question. Um... No, I'm right there with you, bro. I feel for you. <laughs> I got no clue. <laughs> Just Kobe that bitch and pull up. <laughs> Ten seconds. I'm going to say five. Five open cup goals is incorrect. It's only two open cup goals, actually. Mm. Okay. Yep. So, uh, AJ, again, what is the all-time goal difference, all competitions, between Atlanta and Orlando? Oh, shit. Plus six. Plus six. Unfortunately, that's incorrect. It's plus 11. Okay. I thought plus 11. 17. I guessed that in my head. No bullshit. I was like, it's either nine or 11. We'll just say 11. <laughs> Shot in the dark. <laughs> All right. Final question, AJ. You must get this to extend the game. Yep, yep, yep. How many appearances did Mikey Parker's have Oh, sorry. Michael Parker's has. <laughs> Mikey Parker's. I know. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. How many? Yeah, Parky. How many appearances did Parky have for Atlanta United? Yo, <laughs> I'm I'm so mad at you for these questions, man. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> my god. I want you. I have to get like this. I want you to get this right. See, I have to get I, exact. That's ridiculous. Anyway, well, all right. Uh, I'm going to answer it. You <laughs> may think it's ridiculous. Think hard. Think hard about the postseason. Hey, oh, we're counting postseason too? MLS MLS appearances or just all appearances for Real United? Playoffs included? Like, what are we, what are we including MLS. here? MLS. Playoffs? That was, yeah, league. MLS included. Uh, league and playoffs. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. League and playoffs? My god, son. I say you should get another five-point question from the categories. <laughs> this is from a different one, this not is... called mine. Mean. Oh I am god, fully yes. in support of this because I have not a clue, and that is hard as shit. Shot in the dark because it's impossible uh, for me to know. Um, he played with us for three seasons, uh, so <laughs> plus some playoffs. I'm gonna go with, uh, but he didn't play every single game, so I'm gonna say like 87. Yeah, that's a good guess. It was actually a hundred appearances. That's okay. From, that's from the team website, yeah. 
It doesn't matter where it's from. <laughs> oh, Give him another God. one. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. All three questions were a, a bit, a bit ridiculous. But I can see the loss. I can see the loss to Tanner. That's uh, he got his questions right. The ones that you got in front of him. So, what can you do? Man. Okay. <laughs> I guess I win again. <laughs> I feel cheated. Oh no, yeah. God. I, no, when you when you asked like what appearances, that's when I thought. But it's. I think it's all of his appearances. I, think I say AJ should get another question. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. No, we'll, we'll just make the questions better. We'll make sure that uh, they're attainable, at least even, like, because it's this. It's like, if it's multiple choice for some of them when they're really difficult, that that's easier, right? But, that's a multiple choice question. <laughs> yeah, that's a multiple choice question. But when you, uh, it's something that's like, I can know it. I can know it in the third round. Like, when it's statistics, like, yo, that's, that's some hard-ass shit. Like, I have to, like, go through the entirety of his playing career in Atlanta United. Like, it's not, like, one scoreline where, okay, okay, I can, I can remember that. But the entirety of Parky's existence with Atlanta United. No, because I remember, oh like, I remember them making <laughs> a big deal about it. Like, that's why. I did, and I remember it now. I right. Think I remember uh, the on-the-field uh, kind of pop and circumstance, but under pressure, it's ooh, that is that is difficult. So I get it, but still, it's a five pointer. Ouch. But I think that's still a multiple choice question. I think, uh, yeah, I think many of these. You designed the game, more. AJ. <laughs> I did, but I mean, I've been asking the questions, so it's been a different, you know, uh, you know, the questions were uh, kind of in my scope, and then. You know, if somebody else takes over, it's gonna obviously gonna be different. So, no slight on the way you're asking them, or you know the, uh, you know your prowess or anything like that, Mark. It's really just, yeah, uh, I need to kind of figure out how to make this kind of more equal for for both. For both. <laughs> I'm buying Munich right now up in this bit. <laughs> oh my god! But anyway, so it's uh. You know, first to three in the soccer trivia showdown will win the cup. So I have my work cut out for me in the coming weeks. But anyway, that does it for the soccer trivia showdown for this week. And thank you, Mark, for hosting. You did an admirable job in spite of any of the comments that we had. But uh, anyway, so moving on to the question of the day. And we're going to switch it up a little bit. And pretty much we're asking... Uh, because many of us probably have a little bit of wanderlust right now. If there was a country that you wanted to visit in this, uh, when this quarantine is over, what country is that? Because I, I feel like, yeah, uh, I definitely want to maybe go to an Asian country and maybe get some, uh, really bomb food. I'm missing that hardcore right now. Uh, and I want to get away from the United States a little bit right now as well. But anyway, you guys leave your comments in the comments below. We're looking forward to what you have to say. And that's it for us today. Remember to subscribe to us if you haven't already. Share this episode and leave us a review and a rating so we can pop up higher in your rankings. And for Tanner and Mark, I'm AJ. Thanks so much for listening.